everyone. I'm Liz Hunt. And, and I'm Chelsea Poppins. And this is the Agency Rocket Show, where we talk about everything there is around the general chaos of running a creative agency. What are we talking about today, Chelsea? Today we are talking about pro bono work. Everybody's favorite topic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're talking about pro bono work. Um, what kind of pro bono work that we've done in the past? What qualifies as pro bono work? When um, and who you should be doing free labor for? What kind of like layers to your friendship actually qualify for free? <laughs> That is a very um, leading question, Chelsea. Uh-huh, I, feel, uh-huh. I feel like <laughs> I feel the, a little targeted. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the the fact the facts of this matter is that this podcast was already recorded once. <laughs> okay, but Liz's audio didn't record, so now we got to do it again. Mm-hmm. So we got this one down almost, almost. Except for I forgot everything. So it said. is a it is a new Liz new episode in Liz's mind. <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection of that, <laughs> of that. <laughs> recording simply because my audio wasn't there. Yeah. So, so I guess I can, I can take a little bit of a lead. Um, some pro bono that I've done in the past um, mm-hmm. has been one for my neighbor, some branding, some website stuff. Wait, you did branding for your neighbor? A small amount, like a very like color scheme. And then I, t- I showed you it. No, you didn't. I did. Um, no, I partnered. You didn't. I told you I partnered with my um, old teammate at Iowa State, and she did some very basic branding and logo options for what? my neighbor. Yeah. When did you do this? I don't remember this. I, I was, didn't see it. See, this is it's a new day for Liz. <laughs> Every day is a new day. <laughs> but yeah, she just created like a general color palette with like some a couple like logo. Like she's, she was a cheaper rate. She wasn't like, let's do a full blown branding. So it wasn't a day cloud type of thing. And mm-hmm. we did a lot of the stuff for trade, um, on mm-hmm. my end of things where she was trading, cleaning that my house, um, for other stuff, but she's just mm-hmm. a great person. So I wanted to help her in whatever way I can I think mm-hmm. when you have the tools to help people, it's very hard not to help people because yeah. like everything that they're trying to do was like as a startup business, you're like, Oh, you just have to like do this, 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 and this, like, to, yeah, and like I have the people, I have the network, and you feel like called and qualified and like tooled up to help yeah. those people. Tooled, tooled up, yeah, all like the tools that. in the toolbox. Um, yeah. But like I think one of the things I've learned through that process is like setting expectations in yeah. your own mind when you're giving free work. Is like if you're giving free work to a friend, you have to just like understand that you can't expect anything back unless it's like written down in a, in a contract mm-hmm. or just like some sort of just like written deliverables. You're like, you'll yeah. do this. I'll do this this many times. Like, yeah. Um, cause otherwise like just going to ruin your friendships. Cause it's going to build <laughs> yeah. like, just like a disconnect in your friendship and it's yeah. going to get weird. So I think always, if you're, if you choose to do free labor, don't expect mm-hmm. anything back. If you do get anything back, cherry on top, unless otherwise <laughs> noted. Yep. That's a tough lesson that we've all had to learn <laughs> when it comes to good old pro bono free slash for trade work. It's mm. yeah. Mm. When it comes to like, 
this kind of stuff. I, I like to have three different protocols that we live by at Daycloud and the agency and stuff. Um, one is we won't do anything for the agency. We won't do anything that's truly pro bono. We will always do it for trade. We will always do it, not necessarily like, um, it doesn't have to be paid via cash, but like we need to get something in return, whether that is um, like a service that the client can offer us in return. Like, um, eh, like I've heard of some friends who got paid an ice cream because they did branding for an ice cream parlor or something, you know, and so they could go back to that ice cream parlor for a lifetime or something, you know. So, or like for us, we we like to um, do work for trade in our locally for our neighborhood. But like I said, that's our, our, one of our main protocols for pro bono stuff is that we do it for trade. And so what we do is um, we say, okay, great. We will totally do the branding for this neighborhood event and, you know, all the accoutrement that goes along with it. But we need to have our logo as a sponsor for this, 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 and this, you know, it needs to be part of the PR campaign. It needs to be a part of the website and all your social posts and like all these different things. So we do it for trade. That's kind I'm of a pause. You, you, yeah. you snuck that big word in there and I've been stuck on it ever since you came out of your accoutrement. <laughs> accoutrement. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I see you with that big word. <laughs> do you need me to explain it to you, Chelsea? <laughs> I was like, I get it, but maybe some people don't. You, sure. Give us a, can you use it? At, uh, use it in a sentence. What's Stop. the derivative? Oh my God. <laughs> you spell it. Like I meant like additional materials, extra materials. I liked it. Use it more. Oh, okay. Liz <laughs> and I are going to start coming to the podcast with large words for you guys to look up. Just like we're going to work them into our speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suppose I will acquiesce that to you. Oh, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, okay. So anyway, so that's protocol number one that we have is like always do it for trade. And then protocol number two is that if they are my family, or in this case, also Chelsea's family, and by family, I mean true family, (laughs) like my nuclear family, mom, dad, brother, sister, obviously my husband, or my friends who are my absolute best friends in life. They are basically family to me. So um, I would consider them in this like Chelsea mentioned earlier, this layer of family friend circle, um, I will gift our services to them. And like Chelsea mentioned, I don't do it for trade. I don't do it for money. I don't want anything in return. I want to be the type of friend and family member that is always generous. Um, and so I will always gift and I don't expect anything in return. It's very important that to me that I don't hold anything over my friends' heads, that they don't feel like they owe me anything that like, like you said earlier, Chelsea, no social debt. (laughs) Yeah. That there's no like weird social debt or financial debt. Like, you know, like that money makes friendships weird 
And that has happened time and time and time again. Um, one of the first projects I did in college was for a friend and I made him a logo. He didn't like it and didn't tell me. He just ghosted me, did a different logo for someone else and never paid me for the work that I did. And so like, and then ever since then, I've just been like, that was super weird. <laughs> and I like, I'm not friends with you. Like ever since then, I was like, I'm like, I'm not going to hold things over friends or family like that. And so I always gift if it's someone that is in the specific circle of best and close family members, always. I think that's a good rule of thumb. Um, mm -hmm. And I think a piece of it, a piece of it is where you are at in your experience and your career. I think um, yeah. we've spoken about people who are early on in their, their design career or even like website career, like you start low on your prices because you're like, Oh, you want to get confidence and you want to feel qualified yeah. in order to charge at that rate. And a lot of times it's like, it's difficult to charge like people right off the bat for yeah. your services when you're mm -hmm. like, you're like, Oh, I've never created like, an invite, a baby shower invite or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. small like that. You're like, yeah, I can just whip that up. But mm -hmm. then, and then as you feel more confident, you and increase your rates. Like one of my friends, she's a graphic designer, but like she was doing free work for one of our friends mm -hmm. and she's just getting like the confidence to like, yeah, like kind of like count out like deliverables and then actually charge a rate. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it is building that confidence and knowing yeah. who, who to do free work for. And then also like, I think people learn more that their time is more valuable than they initially thought because yeah. you go, I think you go from having like so much time to being like, you know, I need to like prioritize my time and that's just yeah. like maturity and yeah. realizing that there are so only so many hours in the day. Mm -hmm. And if you are working, um, mm -hmm or like using your God-given talents and skills to mm -hmm. do something, mm -hmm. you should get paid for it. And, and a lot, and sometimes this is the thing I'm learning <laughs> or like I'm getting tested. That's the right word, word this week. <laughs> I'm getting tested this week because I train, I train kids in basketball. And yeah. when people ask for like petty discounts on like, like a small group lesson or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm like, no, I am not charging out of the water rates. Like, mm -hmm. like I put blood, sweat and tears into my basketball career in order to be yeah. a professional and play in the WNBA and play overseas for that many years. I have a good enough resume to like mm -hmm. charge mediocre rates yeah. for, for things um, and not have yeah. you ask for a discount and, and yeah. like, feel as if it's like kind of like a, just like a, a, a little sign of disrespect <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. just ba about the ask. Yeah. I had one person be like, you have a really impressive resume, but your prices are kind of steep. And like, yeah. I'm like, I only charge like $30 for a small group <laughs> lesson. And it's like five kids. I'm like, do you yeah. understand like the overhead cost of just like court rental? This is and my Chelsea Poppins TED talk. I, I'm yeah. passionate about it right now. <laughs> well, and like, that's the thing is you absolutely should be because people will always try to bully you into discounting or into cheapening your prices. And, you know, like you really have to 
one, you always have to decide, like, do I need the work or not? You know, like if you need the work, then maybe you do have to discount it. But like in your case, it's my you side don't. hustle. It's your side hustle. It's something you do as a hobby you know, to on the side, right? As a side hustle, of course. But, you know, and so like you don't need the extra $25 from him for you know, something like that. And so it's like, hey, bro, back off. You know, like you're being I will, ridiculous. I will say I ha- I've learned in my time working at Daycloud and for you, the ability Mm -hmm. to say like, you're not a right, you're not a good fit. I don't think, or just like putting it back on you so you don't have to like feel like you're attacking them. You're like, I don't think I'm the right fit for you. And it's like, just like a very like like backhanded, not really backhanded, front-handed slap (laughs) to close the door, but like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a really, subtle mature way. professional way of saying like hey bro you're fired like, i'm not gonna work with you you suck you know but like that's okay you're not for everyone like no no designer no marketer no agency no trainer is for every single person on the planet mm-hmm. there's enough work to go around for all the designers all the agencies you know, all the trainers all the basketball trainers yeah. there's enough kids that need trained for all the other trainers. Yeah. The sports things. I think it's also about like, like we spoke about time and Mm -hmm. valuing your time. I think a lot of people think saying no initially in their career is saying Mm -hmm. no to work is such a bad thing. Like I said, they might need it. But like, I think if you think you flip that thought mentality to be like, if I say no to this, it opens the door for something that is much more productive for a client that's much more appreciative and easy, easier to work with. Like think of it as opening a door for other possibilities. And you mean pro bono stuff or do you mean in general? I got off like, the topic of pro bono. Uh, <laughs> I was okay. talking in general. My bad. Uh, no, my, that's my, fine. my mind was um, floating. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I, uh, I disagree with that. Actually. I think when you're first starting out, you have to say yes to everything. Yes to everything and anything that anyone is giving you, unless it's like outside of your wheelhouse, so far outside your wheelhouse or, you know, like, yeah, I think our mentality, the the season of them, you're thinking like very early on. I'm thinking like still early on, but like not, not like beginner. You're not desperate. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you're in that Mm -hmm. intermediate space where you're like, all right, my client, my client book is, getting and saying no yeah yeah. but then there this is my thinking like you know i'm a futuristic thinker and so like you don't want to say no to people too much because then six months down the road when you need those projects Mm -hmm. you won't have anything coming down the pike so you know you really this is something i that that really bugs me about young designers is that they say no to work quite a bit and they're constantly talking about how like they're too busy to take on any extra work and so they're like telling us no i can't do that um and so then like i will never return to that person ever again to ask them to do freelance work for us or something like that because like obviously you're not hungry you know like you're not hungry for the work you're not willing to hustle and so um that immediately is a huge turnoff to me um 
because I'm like, when I was doing this as a freelancer, I took everything and anything and I would do, I would say yes to everything so that I could build a business to mm-hmm. what it is now. And so I, I just, I was, I, you know, and not everybody ha- has to be like me, right? Not every, you don't have to say yes to everything. And like you're saying, like you can start to be choosy at some point and you should start to be choosy at some point. And like, I, you know, not everyone is going to be like me. I get that. But I'm just saying, be cautious and hesitant to say no, because at some point the work is going to dry up and you're going to wish you said yes. I think there's other ways to say no, but in a, like you said, in a yes form, like, like if they really truly don't have capacity to be like, yes, I can take this on, but maybe like, yeah, like in 30 days when like, this is my, this is my timeline. Yeah. Yep. And honestly, the change of communication is, is like way better than just being like, no, sorry, I don't have capacity for this. You know, just say yes. And it'll be a month from now that I'll mm-hmm. be able to start. Like, and then that's, it that's puts something the ball that, back. Yes. And that's something that we do at our agency is we tell every client, like it is always a yes. It's always a yes. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's always a yes. It might be a yes and, but it's always a yes. Yes Yes and and we'll send you a bill for all the extra (laughs) dollars you're asking for, you know, like all the extra scope you're asking for. Yes and it's going to be 60 days from now. Yes and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's There's always a yes. Charismatic way of putting the ball back into the client's court or whoever's court for them to be like, well, that doesn't work with my expectations. And then yeah. they end up saying that, like no to you. So like yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's yes and here are the options. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so funny because like uh, like giving people op making sure people ha- like know that they have options or like they know what the options are is so yeah. important. Like yeah, it, it makes me reflect back to like my aunt who's like with her kids and she's like, here are your options. Like yeah. you can go to bed <laughs> or you can get spanked or something like, like yeah. you got like two, yeah. two yeah. options, there you go. but yeah. they know, they know, they know they had a choice in the matter. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, that works great for kids and it works great for clients. You're going to say they're going to be like adults in general. <laughs> I mean, yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. No. And go, going back to the pro bono conversation, when you were talking about your friend Lauren, who has been doing stuff for her friends for free and is now like at least writing down like her deliverables and all that stuff. That made me think of something else we should probably mention, which is um, when we're talking about doing stuff for trade, we do write out, hey, th- these are all the deliverables you're asking us to create. And then we assign the do- the cost to it. And like, not just the-, the Knowing the value. Yeah, not, not, yeah, just like the full value of it. Not just like, well, here's like wholesale cost or whatever that, that thing is. Um, but it's like, no, here's what it is. Here's what we would charge you for this, for building this little event page. It would be this. And here's what it would be for us to help run your social media for this event and stuff like that. And then we tell them we expect an in-kind trade 
for our efforts. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to uh, clarify how we do that specifically. And we also always do a contract with that. We say, hey, here's our contract. No cash is going to be transferred. It is going to be an in-kind um, butcheroo. <laughs> what is it? What, I can't remember what our contract language is, but it's like, it's very contracty. You know, it's like, hey, like we are going to provide these deliverables and you are going to provide this set of in in kind sponsorship package back in return for these deliverables and mm -hmm. stuff. So we we do require them to sign a contract for yeah. I think making sure people understand the mon monetary value. I make it in any yeah. situation yeah. whether whether that's like I don't know. I have no examples in mind right now, but like, just like being like, if I build that website for my neighbor, I'm like, if yeah. you built this website, it would probably be like a 5,000 or more dollar yeah. website. And so like putting things in reference for people who are not used to working in that specific yeah. industry that you're in, um, you're like, oh, well I'm, I made this invite, but I'm like, I'm, I'm doing this for free, but it would typically, typically cost somebody about like, yeah. whatever, 300, 500, yeah. or, whatever yeah. many hours you put in mm -hmm. on a normal basis. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Or at an agency, it would cost like this. Yeah. You always just like put things in perspective uh, yeah. to the people you're working with. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing, you're doing the industry a favor, you know, cause now that person understands and knows like, this is how much these things typically cost. You know? And um, you're doing yourself a favor too, you know. Uh, the other thing we always do is say, you only get two rounds of edits. And this is something we do with all of our projects. And so this is very, very important, especially for pro bono stuff, for trade and all this stuff, which is limit the number of edits that a person gets. Because for some reason, if it is pro bono work, they will have pages and tens of thousands, I know I'm being hyperbolic, but they will have so many rounds. Hey, if you want to have more than two rounds of edits, guess what? You're going to have to start paying cash then. People, I, I think the thing is like, people don't think. Like, oh yeah. I guess um, a lot of people think very sporadically about things when oh, they have time yeah. to sit with them. And then yeah. they're like, oh, and, and this. Yeah. And then, the, and then like when there's multiple yeah. people in the room, like we've spoken in the past, like it's even yeah. more chaotic on the feedback oh. and just yes. like reeling it back in. Like, people don't mm -hmm. think super linearly of mm -hmm. their thoughts on things. And I'll say even yeah. like Lauren, when we've used her as like a design contractor, yeah. she'll be like, one of the things like, she's like, I really appreciate is like when you guys only have like two rounds of edits for yeah. things. Like yeah. no, like going back and forth, it's clear cut, dry. This is the edit. Yeah. And then that's the round. And then yeah. you go from there. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's super important. <laughs> and for some reason it's very important for pro bono work. It, I don't know. It's just the mentality behind it. You're not getting paid for it really. <laughs> so yeah. like it's just like a little more of yeah. a Yeah. Like it's it's easier to get like angry or bitter about something that you're doing you're spending time on that is getting drawn yeah. out, but you're not yeah. getting any monetary value from it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to put a limitation on that and communicate it at the beginning, have it in the contract, communicate it up front. We're going to do this. You get two rounds of edits per deliverable. After that, we will start charging you our hourly rate <laughs> and you will pay us, you know? Yeah. Good stuff. 
You have other pro bono stories of things gone wrong. You have uh, much more than me because you're so much older and wiser than me. But. I am wiser, but <laughs> older and wiser. I than know. Me. I, and more beautiful. It's almost 40, Chelsea. 50. Wow. Oh, shut up. What other good pro bono stories do I have? Well, mostly it's like all the fails I've had. Um, oh, we didn't limit the number of edits. Learned that lesson. <laughs> Because they gave us like 15 rounds. That's why oh, we I have know. a limit now. Yeah. Liz has been known to trade services oh, uh, for yeah. shakes. Yeah. Food. Smoothies. We'll work for food. That's <laughs> <is> his <laughs> motto in the local yeah. gym. In my gym, we do a chalkboard sign for him. Um, and I get free smoothies from my gym. It's great. <laughs> They're very tasty, Chelsea. <laughs> I'm going to stop by and get a free smoothie one of these days. I'd be like, <laughs> this is Liz's smoothie. So tell her it sh it's Delicioso. done for today. <laughs> she it's doesn't get another one. Rude. I want my smoothie. I eat it for breakfast. Hmm? So, yeah. All that to say, it is a very viable thing to do. Um, obviously, nothing can ever quite replace cash. But um, it's great if you set up your parameters and communicate expectations early and often. Just yeah. be careful in pro bono work yeah. and maintaining your friendships and relationships so that you're not burning yeah. bridges accidentally. Um, yeah. Oh, that's, that's kind of a, that was my third thing. Sorry, before we wrap up. Uh, my third thing was I kind of have a second tier of like friends that... I offer a couple different things. I offer quasi discounts on the projects that we give them, on the work that we do for them, um, depending on what it is that we're doing. Sometimes I'll give discounts, sometimes I won't. It just depends on who they are, what the company is, what the project is. So I, sometimes I will, but other thing, go ahead. Yeah, well, I think that we've, we've given discounts on projects that we expect to have larger projects in the future. So it's like yeah. that foot in the door for, um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> for much larger projects. And that's just like more of a strategic play on our part, yeah. um, from, yeah. that's from really clients and the things that we want to do. So we'll take on projects mm -hmm. that we don't necessarily, necessarily really care about. Um, but yeah. we'll at a discounted rate so that we can get the projects that we truly want. That's a really good point. That's a very good point. I keep having this thought. What is it? Oh, the thing about keep in mind too, that, um, your friends should like, you love your friends, right? You want to be generous to them and you know, like you want to gift them things, but keep in mind that your friends should also love you enough that they want to pay you too. So and obviously if it's close friends and family, like best friends, like I will always just gift and I will not take money from them. But like, perhaps it's like not a best friend or something. And maybe you run into a situation where it's somebody that is like expecting a discount from you because you're friends, but like not best friends or something. I would say be really careful about that because 
if that were me, I would want to pay my friend for a service. I would want to give them the full value of what they are providing because I want to like bless my friend and I want to treat my friend great. And I want to give whoever that is like as much money as I can. So like, I you want to make sure that they know that they're valued to you yes, and you never exactly. want to take advantage of their friendship. Exactly. And so I would say be really careful about friends who are potentially expecting a discount, trying to take advantage, that kind of thing. Because in my, in my head, you know, you really want, um, like if it were me, I would want to go above and beyond for my friends. I would want to pay them the full price just to like bless them. And, you know, every you, want, you never want to feel like take. a mooch either. Exactly. Like, with my friends, like if I, um, like my old teammate is a graphic designer. Like I always mm -hmm. pay her, yes. whatever it is. Like if you make a logo for my dad, like yeah. for like Poppins family farms, like, yeah. uh, like I'll pay her for tip for that like, to create it. She'd be like, it's free. I'm just yeah. like, let me pay yes. you something. Yes. I don't, I don't ever want to feel like I am just a asking stuff yeah. from my friends. Mm -hmm. That's not a two way street yeah. because like, like it, well, I'm going to use that dumb phrase that I always mess up. Like, uh, high waters raise all ships. Like rising <laughs> tides raises all ships. But like, if you, I am, if I am yeah. doing good things and I am like elevating where I'm at and the people around me, that includes my friends. And that yes. includes the work that I'm having them do for me. I think the boundaries of like the professional boundaries of like, this is like work and this is friendship. Like, you're, you're also helping each other succeed at the end of the yeah. day. And yes. like, I think all my friends yes. know that like, I will always try to get them paid whether yes. like that's whether I'm doing stuff for like yeah. Iowa state or yeah. like, um, like I'll be like, well, I was like, I'll get you paid. Give me a number. Yeah. <laughs> it's the inner project management person in me. Yes. Like, yes. But, exactly. But for me, it's really hard for me to ask for money. I'm like, no, because it, it's my time. And like, yeah. But I still fight that barrier on like, like side stuff where I'm like, oh, I, sure. I can help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. And the, you make a really good point. You said it really well. Like, you want your friends to succeed, and your friends should want you to succeed. So if you have a friend coming to you asking for you to do a project and they are expecting a discount, you're trying to take advantage, I, I would say, you know, like if you don't want to give them a discount or don't, you know, I would say like, hey, you know, like this is my living. This is how I make a living. And don't you want me to be successful at this? If so, you know, like you should treat me like... I am as valuable as you think I am. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as someone who has friends that definitely would do this and as someone who would definitely do this to her friends, I just think that um, it's super important to be able to have that and um, definitely be able to recognize it if, if you have a friend who's maybe a little off in that. So... Yeah, just something to consider. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. The the other thing that I don't think we've mentioned yet is that don't do pro bono work if you have to pay other people through that pro bono work. Yeah. So if it's free, but, it, but you have to pay people, don't do it. 
Like someone's got to get paid. And if it's coming out of your own pocket, it's not a good decision. Like contractors and things. If it's somebody who's on salary or already working for you, you already have to pay them anyway. That's probably fine. You just have to obviously be careful um, not to overspend. But like, yeah, don't do pro bono work and then hire a bunch of contractors to do it because then you are spending your own dollars (laughs) to do the project. So just don't do that. I love it. Good talks. Good talks. So those are our recommendations and just how we run through pro bono stuff, protocols, all that good stuff. Let Mm -hmm. us know if you have questions. Share, follow, send us your feedback, email us. um, Not feedback, just questions. Well, if people like it, I want to hear that they like it. Oh, yeah. Only if you like it. If you don't like it, don't say nothing. We don't need it. I can't handle my little heart can't handle bad feedback yet. We don't need that negativity in our lives. It was just the full moon. We are already chaotic. (laughs) Wait till we're on episode 100 and then we can start getting negative feedback. And then we'll have that thick skin built up. Yeah. Yeah. Peace out, A-time.